yo. Welcome, welcome to another episode with Ignite the Spark Within Podcast. I'm your host, Sebastian Hernandez, and I am here to empower world-class leaders like yourself to create a life on your own terms. On these podcasts, we will be exploring the mysteries of self-mastery, shamanism, mysticism, conscious sexuality, and overcoming depression and anxiety. We'll be interviewing some of my very own tribe members from around the world and share some of our personal stories. We'll be discovering and implementing tools and strategies for living a more fulfilled life. So join me on this journey of self-discovery and let's ignite that spark within together. Season 1, Episode 50, 2024 Unfolding, Building healing center, intimacy journey, and a new puppy. All right. Welcome, welcome to another episode with me, myself, and I. And man, finally, it feels like the last four episodes have been back-to-back dealing with retreats, with the experiences, getting ready for a retreat, going through the retreat experience, getting retreat feedback, and now I am finally in a space of integration myself. Yes, and as you've heard me talk about this in the past, integration is probably one of the most fundamental components of working with plant medicine. Like, really, it's it's through the integration that we really get to implement the things that the plant medicine teaches us, right? Or like, what's the point in doing all this work and taking on all this medicine and doing all these journeys and asking all these questions and gaining all this clarity to go back and do the same thing you've been doing all your life. Like it just doesn't work that way, right? So part of doing the integration is actually seeking ways of interrupting old patterns, old habits, and replacing them with new ones, right? Like that is the purpose of working with plant medicine and taking what the plant medicine has to teach us right? Like being able to reflect on and embody, right? Embody what makes us, I guess, better beings, right? I guess really working through the trauma, like how are we going to look at the world differently? What's the lens that we're going to continue to to take on, right? As a new way of looking at the world as a new possibility versus the old ways of being and acting and thinking and reflecting, right? So being able to go into this realm of questioning what we learned from the plant medicine and immediately looking at how can I integrate this? How can I become better, right? Like if a plant medicine teaches you or shows you where you haven't been fully honest with others or with yourself, well, great. How are you going to start being honest? And better yet, how are you going to go be honest about that thing with the person you haven't been being honest with, right? And sometimes that being honest is being honest with yourself, right? So this is my time. This is my time to really look at, all right, how am I going to integrate all the incredible teachings that I've been getting myself? And well, the beginning of 2024 has been just like lots of plant medicine experiences and really stepping into different leadership roles and being responsible for people's transformation. And well, part of all of this is how, or now it's how do I take the time for myself and to integrate and really identify how I can become a better man a better facilitator, a better leader, a better lover, 
And, well, I got some exciting news at the end regarding another role that I'm going to, or that I started to embody a couple of days ago, a couple of days again, a couple of days ago, once again, right? So I guess let's go ahead and get started on today's episode. So what what's going on? So I got some exciting news, right? Well, actually I got, there's a couple of exciting news that I want to share with you. And I guess like, Let's start off with reminding you that last year was officially my last year as a nomad. And this year, well, this is officially my first year in focusing on creating stability. Now, obviously, I've been working on stability from a standpoint of identifying who I am, identifying what my purpose is, identifying what my value is. Like on a spiritual stability, I've been working on that, right? Like the mental component. But then there's a stability that has to do with being grounded in a specific location where you can actually, like a tree, plant your roots. And I haven't been doing that. I haven't been doing that for the last eight years. For the last eight years, I've literally been on a plant, on a, on a planter, on a land, a plant, planter, on a, on a, where you put the, where you, on a pot, like a, how do you call those things? Okay, I had to go check. It's called a planter. I don't know why a planter sounds so weird right now. But yes, I've been a planter or I've been in a planter these last eight years, literally being growing, but there's only so much you can grow when you're constantly on the move. You can't really expand at the level that you can, you can't go as deep as you know you could within a community, uh, within yourself, within your temple, within your home, right? Because you're constantly on the go. So this is where that's been lacking for me. While I've, I've gotten a lot of experience being in one location to the next and learning from here and learning from there and just gaining lots of exposure from so many different venues, from so many different healers and people and situations and circumstances and like it's been incredible the amount of exposure really like exposure on a global level of going to different countries and experiencing different cultures and different people and different mindsets like that's been incredible but again the level of depth has been missing for me and this is what here these next eight years is about it's about, all right, I've gained all of this experience. Now, how do I really start to ground it and go deeper, even for myself, like to really discover things about myself that I didn't even know were possible. And the last time I was in one location for eight years was when I was living in San Diego, right? Like before this nomadic eight-year rendezvous, I was living in San Diego for a full eight years. And before that, well, that was in Florida. And so if I reflect, Eight years is a lot. There's a lot that can happen in eight years. And for me to make a declaration that here, this is the year one, right? Month two, but year one of the next eight years, I'm going to be in this location, in this territory, learning the land, learning the culture, learning all the different arenas and areas there are to explore. I'm excited for what's possible because of all the experience that I've gained these last years. Now I get to focus in on one location. And so that's the stability, the stability to be well grounded, to be able to really focus in on my business and focus on expanding that, focus on leveling up, not just my business, my health, my mind, my relationships, my community, right? On so many different levels. So 
or even find out a financial level, I think that's even more critical, right? To be able to really be that stable. I'm calling in in the next eight years. I'm calling in my family. Like I'm calling in. I will have my wives and I say wives and I've talked about this, my five wives. I will have my kids. I will have this tribe. I will have this village in the middle of the jungle that's dedicated to healing. And we, we invite and welcome eclectic people from around the world to join us in this village. Like that. That's part of what's happening in the next eight years. Yeah. So for the last eight years, yes, I've been literally living out of my suitcase. And well, I have things spread out through all different states and different countries. And like I said, it is now a declaration that I am officially done with the nomad life and focusing on establishing my foundation here in Santa Marta, Colombia. Now, with that note or on that note, I would also like to share that I have officially made my first year long contract or lease in a condo, right? Like I haven't done that in over eight years, any type of lease. So this is my first one and more than just getting a lease in a condo that's overseeing the bay, which is really freaking beautiful and awesome. It's actually right next door to the land that I am on contract to buy. So while I am now working on this land, building it, fixing it, organizing it, while I get it up and running, I'm literally living right next door to this place. So this is like a win-win across the board. And as you can tell, I'm excited, right? Like I'm excited. The The land is going to be the first official, I haven't come up with the name yet, but it's the first official Ignite Healing Center. And it's going to be off the coast of Colombia on top of this mountain with this view of the ocean, with the view of the Taganga Bay. And I'll tell you what, I'm excited. And it's been a while since I've been able to get this level of excited. Right. Because it's, it's coming from a place of like knowing it's my place. It's having a place that I can actually decorate the way I want and I can get the stuff that I want and I can start getting my plants and my flowers and I can start decorating my temple the way I wanted and create my sacred space. And well, that's just, well, yeah. That's, that's freaking awesome, right? For someone that hasn't had that in over eight years, like it's, it's the little things like being able to now choose my sheets, being able to now choose what plants I want in my home, being able to fill my refrigerator up and know that, all right, I get to actually buy all of these seasonings and stuff because I'm actually staying here for long enough, right? Right. And again, that's just on my home component right now. That's not even talking about this healing center, which I'm now having to invest in making adjustments and making moderations and fixing it and organizing it. And well, there's a lot of planning that's going to come into us getting engineers because we are on the mountaintop. And so we got to make sure that it's actually set up and organized to be able to build on and what I want it to look like and how I want it to be set up and how many cabins do I want on the land and how I want to organize and structure them and what services will the healing center be providing and how to situate, how to situate the space and identifying, all right, where am I going to put everything? Like, are we going to have a compost? Where are we going to have the garden? I want to do aquaponics. Right. So there's all these things that I get to now do. Now, the thing is, I got about eight months to make this property self-sustainable and have a business plan ready to be able to send over to the different investors that have already talked to me about wanting to be part of this project. 
right? And show them why we need to not just buy the land, but also make future adjustments to get it up to the level that I really envision it, right? And that is to being able to serve the market that well, that we want to be able to serve in a very comfortable, beautiful center, right? And while I'm super excited to get this up and running, it's also, I'm not going to lie, it's a bit surreal to know that the, the time has finally come, that like for the last eight years, I've been working and learning and processing and integrating different parts of my body, different parts of my life, different parts of my habits and my hobbies and learning to modify them and to evolve and become the best version of myself. And here I am today as a byproduct of all the things that I've been doing for the last eight years. And while I may not have much tangible to show for it, the amount of experience, the amount of insight, the amount of wisdom that I have obtained in these last eight years gives me now the tools and the ammo to really make these upcoming eight years worthwhile right? Where I get to now implement everything that I've been learning from all these different healers and all these different teachers and all these different experiences that I've gained throughout my last eight years that have molded me into who I am now and get to now integrate it and put it into reality. But more important, have a place that I can call home, that I can now share all of my gifts, talents, and services with the local community and with my local tribe. And, and well, I have to say that these lands are, they're pretty mystical, right? There's a very strong indigenous influence from different tribes that are still deeply rooted in the traditions and in their customs of connecting with the land and connecting with the elements. There's actually a tribe specifically called Los Kogi, Los Kogi, K-O-G-I, check them out. They're recognized worldwide as guardians of the, of the Sierra Nevada here in Colombia. And they have a very strong presence here. They're always dressed in white and you can, you can tell, you can tell that they're, they're, they're magical. Yeah. And their presence, they, they, it's just their presence. You can tell right now by having, by having that strong connection, they actually dictate, like they actually get that, which I think this is pretty freaking cool. So there's a beautiful park, natural park here in Colombia, here in Santa Marta called El Parque Tairona. So if you look it up or Google it, Parque, P-A-R-Q-U-E, Parque, which is park, and then Tairona, T-A-Y-R-O-N-A, Tairona, right? So beautiful park and their influence is so strong that they, now this is a well-known park and there's a lot of tourists going to this place on a daily basis. And even in the midst of that, they actually closed down the park for 15 to 30 days, two times out of the year, just to let the park breathe again so that there's no tourists, so that there's no people coming in, so that the land can refresh itself, so that the animals can come back. Like it's, it's quite amazing. And something that like the government makes money, like the community makes money and they're like, nope, we don't care about your money and your capitalism. Like the park is closing because the natural element needs to reset. And I think that is so freaking cool. Now, there's another awesome component about this sector, and it's that, well, every quarter we have our Encuentro Magicos, right? Well, they're actually held in this area, in this magical land of Santa Marta. And, well, the more time I'm here and I have in these lands, well, the more activities and resources and connections I get to make throughout this entire territory to continuously provide expansive and more amazing, life-altering, transformative experiences, allowing our tribe members to 
disconnect from their day-to-day hustle and their day-to-day grind and be inspired by nature and the magic that these lands have. So you can probably imagine that I am really excited about this move and about what's coming up next. Now, let's make a pivot. Yeah. So I've had the blessing. Yes, I've had the blessing to have a tantric lover spend the last couple of weeks with me here in Santa Marta. And I have to say, it's been quite nice. And a confirmation of the power that becomes available when we learn to use our sexual tension for creating rather than depleting. Yeah. Not to mention the polarity that gets magnified. You see, after years in working on my masculine and my feminine energy, I would consider myself that, well, pretty well integrated in both. And I am aware of when to be in my masculine and when to flow into my feminine. However, having a very alpha woman that is powerful in her world relax into her feminine and feel safe to be in her feminine in my presence does something to my masculine energy like the primal protector the hunter the hustler in me awakes and my inner beast like starts to become more present yeah like i become inspired to do more to create more to gain more to focus more on my health and fitness to be more responsible with my duties as a man to be a better role model for other men overall having a healthy relationship actually inspires right? And a healthy relationship brings peace of mind. It represents collaboration and support. And well, that's what these last two weeks have been about. And I love it. And well, part of having her here and doing all the fun and kinky activities, well, we've been also participating is in how would, well, I guess inside of the context of discovering and expanding on what intimacy is like what is it what is it beyond the traditional and i would even say outdated thinking that intimacy is this quick penetrative sex and it's over yes and after now almost three years of being in the sex work industry i'm now convinced that most men aren't doing more regarding their intimacy not because they don't want to you see i am now pretty clear that men want to be able to do all this incredible, amazing, kinky, erotic, activating activities with their loved ones and with their partners, but they don't know. And you don't, what you don't know, you don't know. It's very hard to implement or try to learn or discover, right? And so when you don't know, it's hard. Yes. And If you don't know, or if you're not aware of what actions to take or what exactly there is to do to enhance and expand on different levels of intimacy, well, then you're going to be pretty stuck. Or on the other hand, well, and I would even say, truth be told, most men, and I would even say, including some women, rely on porn for sex education. And look, I'll be the, I'll be the first to tell you, like, There was moments in my, remember when I talk about my socio days that I would watch porn and I would see what they would do and how they would do it so that then I could go and perform that same action. And that's what I was, that's what I thought I had to do. Like that was it. That was my education. Right. But that's not it. Right. Like that is not sex education. And yet most people go to porn for sex education and for inspiration to what to bring to the bedroom and what to bring into their intimate life. So 
for quite some time, yes, we've talked about the possibilities of creating an OnlyFans account, yes, and sharing a lot of our own activities and some of the intimate exercises that we've been doing and sharing that with the world. Now, I've talked about this, doing this multiple times. But now it's like, all right, well, here I am with this incredible woman and she's all about it. And she, she sees the value. Matter of fact, she's actually referred a lot of, a, a couple of her clients over to me to work in this tantric arena because of the work, or I would say the healing component that really gets to blossom when we do it from an integral, responsible place. And we come from a place of understanding boundaries, understanding limits, honoring them, and creating that safe space. So we've talked about the possibility of showing people some of the different activities that that they can then interact with their partners to enhance enhance their own love life and raise their levels of intimacy. And I would even say more importantly, to raise awareness, yeah, to raise awareness on the different modalities that can be expressed when dealing with intimacy that expand beyond only penetrative sex. For instance, since we've been coexisting, living together for the last couple of weeks, part of our daily habit is waking up and doing 30 minutes of active exercise and movement, yeah, followed by 30 minutes of meditation. Now, granted that our exercise, while sometimes it's separate and individual and I'm leading us through yoga, through movement, through dancing, other times, well, it can lead to thrusting together, breathing together, moving together, dancing together, and well, sometimes even getting a bit spicy while being in that space of primal energy to one, raise our sexual stamina. Yeah. So one of the reasons most men and women don't last that long in bed beyond the early ejaculation is because you, most of us don't actually train our physical body to move in that thrusting capacity for more than five, 10 minutes. Like most people get exhausted and tired out. So what if we actually use that as an exercise? And that's a lot of what we've been implementing. What are the stuff that I teach in, in our Encuentro Maicos is how to move our body in such a way that activates our Kundalini and that this is part of it, right? So one, it's raising our sexual stamina Two, increasing our sexual energy. Yes, that's the raising of the Kundalini. That's the raising, right, of our, our magnetic field and three, to raise our vitality. Yes, to raise our vitality. Oh, and of course, well, and like I said, expanding our magnetic field right? Which is what we use for our arousal to call in our desires and wishes and manifesting incredible opportunities, right? So while we're in that intimate space, constantly bringing awareness, what are you thinking about? What are you attracting? What are we going to, what are we going to create? Yes. With this energy. So all, all of this is happening while we're also having an incredible, awesome, fun workout. Yes. So we're feeling good in our bodies and feeling good about our body. Yeah. So while we're still waiting, so, so while we're still waiting to get our OnlyFans account, we, it's not as easy as I thought. They keep asking for these picture IDs and we've already had anyways. So yes, while we get this approved, right, we've already started recording some content and we'll be uploading them soon. So this is going to be a paid membership. 
right? So that people can log in and interact with the videos and watch the things that we're sharing so that they can learn how to implement it into your own lives, right? And try it on with your partner or with your romantic buddy, however you want, whoever you want to practice with, right? But this is things that you can really practice and it's not penetrative sex. It's showing something beyond that, that can lead to something feeling so incredible that would really question why you haven't been doing it before, right? And well, also, I do have a tantric man course challenge that is dedicated to teaching men the basics around breathing, around boundaries, around limits, and around touch, and well, how to really create that enticing sexual tension. This now gives a visual on how I actually do it and how it's done to integrate the teachings with our partners and make it fun. And really, I think that's the most critical part. It's like instead of this like this very logical, uh, methodological process of like, all right, first I'm going to put my hand here, then I'm going to put my hand there. It's like, no, 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 this is an exploration. This is a discovery. This is, this is you satisfying your palate. Yes. Of flavors, of aromas, of all of these images that you can begin to create with your partner. Right. And so that's part of integrating the teachings with your partner and taking it or making it fun versus this chore that needs to get done. Or like I was talking to, to, to one of the tribe members, right? This, this other task that needs to get checked off, right? Because we're highly effective performance people. Yes. And so we're constantly checking bookmarks. We're bookmarking. We're checking tasks off of our list. So don't let intimacy be another check you or another box you have to check. Yes, but rather really allow yourself to be in it. Yeah. So stay tuned as we will be launching our OnlyFans account here shortly. My goal, my intent is it should be live before the next episode. Yes. So, but we'll see. Now, once again, making a pivot. So I did mention earlier that I have some exciting news, which I feel like I've already showed a lot of excitement or shared a lot of exciting news. However, there's one particular one that I want to talk about that, well, I guess before I go into that, you guys, you guys remember Bam Bam, yeah? Bam Bam, he's been my, my, I call him my son, but he's been my dog son for quite some time now. So it's been almost 10 years. Actually, yes, 10 years will be April 2014. So yes, on on April 2024, he will be 10 years old, my little boy. And most of you know that I haven't had Bam Bam with me for a couple of years now, right? And what started off as me leaving him with grandma, meaning my mom, so that I can go into the jungle and do the work with the shaman and be out there and not putting him at risk of being eaten by a jaguar and alligator. Well, it turned into Bam Bam becoming my mom's emotional support animal. And he's done one heck of a job. And really, like, he's he's been such a great support for her in helping her and just being this space of love that she can come home to, right? And she can feel good to come home to and feel that love that sometimes we need. We need to feel that love. Yes. And so Bam Bam has been an incredible support system for my mom. And well, it gives her peace of mind and it gives her an opportunity to be, to, to demonstrate love, right? Because there's something also about being able to give love to something. Thing and then receive or have that love be reciprocated. Yes. And, and 
you can imagine that that's been quite challenging for me in learning how to let go of Bam Bam, who served such a pivotal role in my life and in my journey. And man, if there's anyone that journeyed with me, it's Bam Bam. Like almost every ceremony I've done or I had done, especially the first four or five years, was with him. Like, I'd go eat mushrooms, and he was with me. And sometimes I'd journey with him. Like, I'd give him a little cap, and he'd journey with me. And we'd we'd go on these crazy adventures out in the woods, just him and me, and just going throughout. And so we've 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 lived we've lived a lot yeah and and again it's been challenging to be able to well to 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 understand that my mom my mom he's serving my mom right now and that's good so with all of that being said i have to announce that we have a new member of the family and this is another little boy and however he is not gonna be that little his whole life yes we do now have a guardian dog yes so he's gonna be a guardian dog living in Colombia while bam bam is living in florida since i will be living in Colombia and i am living on this top of a mountain that's a bit secluded and well well i thought well i need a guard dog and guess what well this is where guard dog named bon bon so we have bam bam rest and then we have bon bon so bam bam in florida and now we have bon bon and he is a pitbull stanford which is about three he's about three months i mean he's obviously just just a puppy and he's here which i absolutely love this little guy i had completely forgotten about the headaches that come with puppy training which include paw which include poop includes pee and includes chewed objects everywhere yes not to mention the condo that i'm renting out well it it had a cat when i came in here right like this cat just kept showing up and like i ended up like adopting it so now i have a cat and a puppy that i have to watch over and man this is a whole new level of responsibility that i had undermined and forgotten about since bam bam you see bam bam was so well behaved and well he wasn't when I first got him. And so this is where it's like remembering that. And I will tell you that knowing what I know now and based off my life experience, dealing with a puppy and really being a space of patience, I think that's really what's had, what's been, what's been the calling. Like it's, oh my goodness, patience, right? And being in a space of compassion and being in a space of presence and not allowing the frustrations and the triggers to take the best of me, but rather like really being present to those triggers and catching myself and realigning. And that in itself has been eye-opening experience. Yes. And well, it's also forced me to become even that much more disciplined with my regimen. Yes. Like whether it's with my morning routine or my eating schedule, like having to make time to actually play with him and not just be streamlined through work as I normally tend to do and be in front of a computer for hours on end working. I now don't have the luxury to do that. Like I have to remember that he's a little puppy and that he needs a lot of attention. He needs action. He needs movement so that he's not being destructive. And well, in return, it forces me to have a bit more balance outside of just being in this work, work in front of a computer mode. So 
As you can imagine, there are a lot of new changes unfolding as this 2024 continues to inch away. And to be quite honest, I'm actually very excited for 2024. Now, I do have to say that we have our next Encuentro Magico happening April 29th through the 22nd, which we already have a couple people registered for that event. We have our upcoming Jungle Healing Retreat in Peru, and that's going to be from August 13th through August 22nd, which we already have people registered for that one as well. And we have our online community with the Ignite Self Mastery Tribe, which is also continuing to grow as more people are jumping on and doing the work necessary to start gaining traction in their life towards the things that, well, that matter to them. Right. And I, and I have this incredible woman I'm sharing space with co-creating and making magic. And now I have a home and a place that I get to call home. And I have this place that I look forward to building into an incredible space for healing, for transformation and for growth. So like, if you ever ready to come to Columbia, if you're ever ready to join me, like, dude, like, come out. Like whether it's for the retreat, whether it's to volunteer, whether it's to help me build this healing center, or just simply to come by and enjoy this incredible space, you're more than welcome and invited. Like come out to Columbia, come check this place out. And if you're not ready to make the trip down here, well, join our online community and start engaging with some of the other tribe members and doing the work necessary so you can start building a life on your terms, right? Like, look, as I reflect, as I'm, I'm talking about all the stuff that's being created this year, it didn't happen overnight. Like I've been building my life consciously for the last couple of years. And while it took on like a rough start, like it was hard. I had to deal with a lot of shadows. I had to deal with a lot of unprocessed trauma. And well, now I can be in a space that I feel healed and I feel comfortable talking about difficult situations and circumstances that I had to, that I had to overcome. Yes, that in the process of sharing, well, it could potentially inspire others, not just to do the work necessary to heal and transform their lives, but to start living powerfully, right? Like no matter where you are in your life, no matter what circumstances you're dealing with, you're, you're never stuck, but it will require you to take action. And oftentimes that action is not comfortable. Matter of fact, that action sometimes feels so scary that we rather be stuck in our comfort knowing that it's not conducive to work than having to deal with the uncomfort of growth, of stepping into our best and doing the necessary work to heal our traumas, right? Like it's so much easier to just pretend like our shit never happened. Like it's so much easier to pretend like our actions and the things that we know we're guilty of never happened. And let's just turn the, turn the cheek and let's just forget it. But all that stuff stays and it's going to continue to haunt us, whether we're aware of it or not. Energetically, we will continue to attract things that are not in our aligned highest self, but rather aligned with our lower self because we haven't done the work. So part of doing the work is identifying where we need to heal our trauma so that the best version of ourselves can evolve. But before we can step into our best version of ourselves, we must learn to first heal. 
and heal the current version of ourselves. And well, that's what Ignite Self Mastery is all about. It's about helping one another grow beyond our traumas, beyond our limiting beliefs, and really embody the best versions of ourselves. So if you're ready to be part of that, right? Like if you're ready to be part of a community of a tribe and start taking action, then this is it. And if you're not already, if you're not already in the community, like this is your chance to be part of that. So in the description to the bio, there's a link that says links to know, click on that and get started, whether it's to see one of the retreats, whether it's to see the community, whether it's to take the self-mastery quiz, go on there and start doing the work, start getting involved, start getting and building traction so that you can build that life, so that you can remember how fucking incredible you are. It's time. Yes? So, on that note, Start building your life. If you haven't already started, if you have good job, keep going. Don't quit. Doesn't matter how many times you fucking fail. You keep going. You get back up and you keep going. Why? Because it's the process, the process of becoming the best version of yourself. It ain't going to be easy, but I promise you it's going to be fucking worth it if you don't quit. Yes. So. With that being said, until next time, keep igniting that spark within. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in and staying all the way to the end. You could have been doing anything else, but you chose to stay. Thank you. And until next time, much love. Boom!